Hello, this is Pastor Sam DeChico from the Concord Baptist Church of Wilmington, Delaware. We're so glad you could join us for today's broadcast. Concord Baptist Church is located at 2510 Marsh Road in North Wilmington. We presently have services Sunday morning, Sunday school, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock morning service, and 6.30 evening service. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study at 7 o'clock. We are the home of Concord Christian Academy. The school goes from K2 through 12th grade. If you need any more information about our church or school ministry, visit our website, ConcordBaptistChurch.org. In John chapter 3, we have a great meeting between Jesus and a Pharisee by the name of Nicodemus. We read in John chapter 3, verse 1, it says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. We see that uh, Nicodemus approaches Jesus and in this particular encounter, Nicodemus was a Pharisee that truly would not have wanted to see Jesus during the day because of his affiliation with this religious organization. The Pharisees of the day were people that initially it started off good, people that were trying to bring the Israelites back to the Word of God, that studied the Word, that taught the Word of God, taught the law. But somewhere along the line, they became corrupted. They uh, became proud and arrogant and self-serving and uh, everything religious now was about them trying to put on a show. Jesus called them Pharisee, the Pharisees hypocrites. Uh, he, many times he said, woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. He said that they were like whited sepulchers with dead men's bones inside. Uh, these men uh, were corrected by Jesus many times in his teachings, in his preaching. For example, on the uh, sermon that Jesus preached, the um, Sermon on the Mount, he talked about different ways in which we approach God. And uh, when he spoke about praying, he said, don't pray like the Pharisees pray, for they stand uh, and uh, they want all kind of praise by men as they pray long uh, prayers. And he said, that's not how you pray. You go into a closet and you meet God secretly. He said, when you fast, don't fast like the Pharisees. Once again, everything they do is for a show. They want everybody to know how they're suffering and their fasting is a sign of their, their spirituality. But Jesus said, don't let anybody know that you're fasting. Just fast privately. And he said, when you give, don't give like the Pharisees. They sound the trumpet and they make a big show of their givings and brag about their tithing. Just give secretly. You see, everything they did was for the praise of men. And everything that uh, Jesus did was trying to show the people of the day uh, that you come to God humbly. You come to God uh, not because you want to make a big show about your spirituality, but, but because you're trying to connect with God. And so therefore, uh, they, these men opposed Jesus. They hated Jesus. They uh, criticized him. They ultimately would be the ones that were responsible, along with the chief priests and the scribes, uh, of trying to uh, have Jesus crucified. In fact, they would be successful in convincing Pontius Pilate and the Roman government that they needed to crucify Christ. But not only was he a Pharisee, but the Bible also says that he was a ruler of the Jews. Now, this would mean that he had a position of authority, uh, probably in the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin was comprised of 70 men that uh, were either Pharisees or Sadducees. The Sadducees were the more liberal uh, group of that day. 
and they were a ruling party within uh, the Jewish nation. The, the Jews could not um, uh, do anything as far as uh, execute somebody or, or do anything that would be uh, going against the Roman rule. But uh, there were many times where religious um, you know, debates or squabbles would come up where they would have to uh, sit in judgment. Many times they were the ones who uh, ruled the religious affairs of the people. So not only was he a Pharisee, but he was a ruler. See, he was a man of power, a man of position, a man of authority. Now, he comes to Jesus at night. He's seeking something at night because uh, probably he didn't want to be seen at day with Jesus. His uh, fellow Pharisees would criticize him or maybe even ostracize him and kick him out of uh, the Sanhedrin if they saw him speaking to Jesus. And so he comes at night probably hoping that nobody would see him. And uh, as he's seeking Jesus, he comes and he, he says something to Jesus that Probably the other Pharisees never would do that. First off, he addresses him as a rabbi. He said, um, uh, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. You see, he does not call him the son of God. He does not call him a prophet, but he calls him a very common term at that time, a rabbi. would be a teacher, somebody who would stand in the synagogue and was able to teach the word. And as there were many rabbis at that time, so this is not a great title that he gives him, but it's, a, it's an honorable title. And he says that uh, you are truly come from God. Now, his Pharisees that he was a part of, they never would have admitted that Jesus was from God. In fact, they said he was from the devil. But uh, Nicodemus saw the miracles. He knew that you couldn't argue with what Jesus had done. And so therefore, he admitted that he had to come from God and that truly uh, his miracles uh, were a sign that God was with him. Uh, he was looking for truth, though. He wanted to know, who are you? He was not satisfied to listen to what the other Pharisees said, in essence, where they rejected Jesus and wouldn't give him a hearing. But they, he truly wanted to seek the truth for himself. You know, there's a lot of people that are religious, but they're lost. A lot of people that uh, go to church or go through traditions and uh, seem to be pious and seem to be dedicated, but that doesn't guarantee that they're truly born again, that they're truly saved. And so Jesus is addressing now that religious group of people that uh, are trusting their works and trusting their traditions and trusting whatever their um, their social or, or religious standing may be in the community. And he now gets to the heart of the matter as Jesus responds to him in verse number three. And Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus uses a term here that up to this point, uh, probably nobody heard of. And he said, you must be born again, born again. And as he uses this phrase, um, once again, Nicodemus is confused. He doesn't know exactly what Jesus is referring to by somebody being born again. And so Nicodemus asks a question, verse number four, uh, he says, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born. Now he's thinking physical. He knows he's been born once. He knows what the process of birth is all about. And he wants to know, can you go through that process, that physical process again? No, it's impossible. You can't physically be born a second time. And so he is confused as to what Jesus is referring to. 
In verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, You must be born again. And so Jesus now uh, continues with this teaching of being born again. The phrase being born again literally means to be born from above. So he's not talking about a second physical birth, but he's talking about a second birth that is of the spiritual nature. He says that you have to be born of the water and of the spirit. Didn't Jesus talk about how that he could offer living water? He told that to a a woman at the well, that if, if she would drink of his water, that she would live for eternity. And, and so he is speaking of a spiritual birth, a one in which now eternal life, a, a birth in which you will never die, uh, an eternal life. And, and he said, unless you're born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, once again, as uh, there are many people today that believe that they're good enough to get into the kingdom of God. Jesus said, you can't get into the kingdom of God. You can't even see the kingdom of God, except you have this spiritual birth. Something spiritual has to happen within you. The spirit of God has to be born within our spirits, which are dead before salvation. And so this is a message of salvation. And as Jesus now is identifying who he is, in verse number eight, he said, the wind bloweth where it listeth and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. You see, the, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit comes upon people and convicts them of sin and they believe. And then, you know, it goes to other people and he says, it, it's like the wind. You can't see it. You can't feel it. But when you're born again, it is, a, it is an invisible uh, birth. It is something that is from the spirit of God. And so Nicodemus asks again, how can these things be? Jesus says, art, art thou a master of Israel? Knowest not these things? And Jesus continues to talk to him and explain to him that uh, that he must be born again. Later on uh, in the passage of scripture in verse 14, he says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man be lifted up. Now he's speaking of his, resurrect, uh, of his uh, crucifixion and then his resurrection. As he says, the Son of Man is lifted up. He identifies himself now as the Son of Man. This was a title uh, that the Messiah would use. And uh, in verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Then he tells John, uh, in John 3.16, the great passage of scripture, he tells us to Nicodemus, he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Notice he's using the word believe. It's not about your works. And Nicodemus was a good man, a religious man, a man who was seeking, but yet his works were not going to save him. His faith is what was going to save him. And so Jesus said, you have to believe that I will die. You have to believe that I'll be lifted up. You have to, by faith, look to me. You have to believe that God sent his son that uh, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He identifies himself as the very son of God. Verse 17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And so his whole message 
to Nicodemus that day is you are born again through your faith. You must believe that God sent his son. You must believe that he will die. You must believe uh, on the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, after he's done speaking to Nicodemus, we don't know exactly what happened to Nicodemus. We don't know if he believed on Jesus at that time. We don't know if he truly had faith. Maybe he was still had to think about it. Maybe he had to go and ponder some more. But the, the next time Nicodemus is mentioned is found in John chapter 7. There was a debate as to who Jesus is. Some people said, this is the Christ, but others say, shall Christ come out of Galilee? And so they uh, they don't know if Jesus is truly the Messiah because they're expecting him to come out of Bethlehem, but yet he was born in Bethlehem. And uh, so therefore the controversy goes on. Can we trust a Galilean to be the Messiah? So then the, the chief priests and the Pharisees get together and and they uh, the uh, they they asked the officers, "Have you arrested him? Arrested Jesus?" And the officer said, "Never man spake like this man." And uh, so the Pharisees said, "Are you deceived also?" And they they, they ask a question: Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed on him? In essence, everybody who is a religious leader, none of them have believed on Jesus at this point. Well, Nicodemus is in that crowd, and Nicodemus speaks up. And he says, doth our law judge any man before it hear him and know what he doeth? In essence, he's saying, let's hear him out. Well, this only upsets the other Pharisees as uh, they proclaim that art thou a Galilean? Uh, search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. So, Jesus, so Nicodemus at this point is a secret disciple. He's not willing to identify who he truly is. But the last time we see Nicodemus, he's a bold disciple. Jesus died on the cross just like he said. Those who looked up to him and believed on him were saved. And that day, two men took the body of Jesus, wrapped it in a linen, and placed it in a new tomb. They were Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. Both of these men were Pharisees. Both of these men were of the Sanhedrin. But both of these men openly and boldly had asked for the body of Jesus to give it a proper burial. And these men made sure that Jesus went into a new tomb. What this teaches us is that now Nicodemus had openly showed his faith and he wasn't concerned what the Pharisees would say. You know, this is a great story that reminds us that there are times when people first get saved or before they get saved, they're questioning who Jesus is. But there comes a time where we must be bold in our faith and show forth what we that our, our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And in doing so, uh, God gave Nicodemus a wonderful opportunity to bury the body of Jesus. Of course, he would only stay in that grave three days as he would triumphantly rise again and show forth that he truly was the Son of God. We hope today that each and every one of us will be bold disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ.